for 30 years, I defended freedom against governments that shut people down. My opponent sued to keep businesses closed, to keep your kids in masks, and to allow boys in the girls' bathrooms. He shut you down every time. I believe our streets should be safe, our elections should be honest, our borders should be secure, schools should teach kids how to think, not what to think, and Pennsylvania should be a leader in energy production. On November 8th, we can restore freedom, make Pennsylvania safe, and revive our economy. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. Our prayers are with Steve this morning. We've got a great show for you. Doug Mastriano is going to be with us momentarily. First, I want to go to Mo Bannon, Steve's uh, daughter. We want to get an update. Mo has been out on the campaign trail. And uh, Mo, tell us about the uh, on-fire rally uh, last night um, with Vega who's trying to take this seat from Spannenberg in Virginia. It's one dear to my heart because Spannenberg was part of the Pelosi hijacking in 2018 that has led us down the path uh, to disaster we are on. Mo, how are you this night? I'm good, Peter. Thank you for having me. So last night I was actually in Orange, Virginia for Yesley Vega's um, rally. It was the Back the Blue rally. She had the Virginia AG, Jason Mayores, um, Nick Freitas speak uh, before she came on the stage and she spoke to a packed house. The audience was extremely fired up. She is highly motivated to take this seat back from Abigail Spanberger, who took it from or uh, Dave Bratt in 2018. And with redistricting, Virginia 7 is now part of Northern Virginia, but she is highly motivated. She will do great in Congress. And I expect her to flip this seat in 18 days. And this this is uh, such an important seat. Again, it was part of the small majority that Nancy Pelosi got to take the gavel in 2018. We must win this seat back. It's going to be a part of the 100 seats for 100 years. Uh, Mo, um, last thing, uh, you got some stuff on social media you want want people uh, to, uh, to take a look at uh, with respect to your dad? I, I will, Peter. I'm actually working on a post now. It'll be up shortly. Um, and everyone, I'll have it on Twitter and Getter. They can see it at Twitter at um, Maureen underscore Bannon and Getter at Maureen underscore Bannon. And I'll also have it on Instagram at Real Maureen Bannon. So you can see it on all three of those different social media platforms. Okay, Mo, we'll be uh, back with you throughout the show this morning. Let's go right now um, to a man who... I've known uh, for a long time uh, what I remember when <laughs> Jake Corman tried to take out Brother Mastriano in the state Senate when when Doug was about the business of trying to get to the bottom of election fraud in the, in the great state of Pennsylvania. Cream rises to the top. It, it uh, warmed my heart uh, to see um, Senator Mastriano take out Corman and everybody else in that primary. And now he's poised to be the governor of the Keystone state. So I'm going to turn this interview over uh, to uh, Senator Mastriano and Jack Posobiec, a uh, native son of Pennsylvania, who's been working closely with uh, Senator Mastriano. Jack, Doug, it's all yours. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Senator. Senator, fantastic appearance on Tim pool last night. I hope that everyone gives a chance to, to be able to see that. Um, 
Senator, what what do you think from that that Tim Pool appearance? What do you think really resonated with the audience when you were on last night? I think uh, it, it, it might sound a little selfish here, but but the depth of knowledge we we went into, especially vis a vis you know Russia and the strategic situation over there, and, and the depth as well on my policy regarding energy, because and yes. you know how it is. On these interviews, you have two to five minutes, and you're trying to cram in, you know, ten pounds into a t- two-pound bag, and uh, so that's daunting. So I was, I was happy that we had plenty of time to go over in, in some depth my policies and how we're going to make it happen. Well, I think that's exactly right, and and the fact that you were able to explain not only extrapolate all your analysis being and tying that back to uh, obviously your your work in military history as vis-a-vis Eastern Europe, Central Europe, World War One then tied all of it back to energy and the fact that all of this comes back to energy all and that goes directly back to Pennsylvania. Why is energy so important for Pennsylvania, Senator? And, uh, you know, we're sitting on a gold mine and we're blessed with some high quality energy resources underneath our feet. And God has really blessed Pennsylvania, not only as the birthplace of our nation, of course, but as a place where we could be an energy power. And I'm talking about natural gas. I'm talking about very high-quality coal, anthracite, et cetera. And we're talking about high-quality oil as well. And instead of being number one and helping the nation to become energy independent, and instead of bringing you know high-paying six-figure jobs and opportunities and prosperity to Pennsylvania, we've had eight years where the Wolf and Shapiro administration, my opponent, have been, of course, driving the energy sector out of our state. We have energy companies, we have power plants shutting down. Even now, as I speak, we have uh, companies fleeing the state for West Virginia and Ohio and Texas, where there's Republican policies that are more energy friendly. And so on day one, that all ends. We're going to be out of this regional greenhouse carbon tax initiative uh, on day one. On day one, we're going to roll back about eight years of uh, regulations so we can be energy friendly. And the so what is, I want every person in Pennsylvania to be able to enjoy the benefits of us being an energy powerhouse. Prosperity, money will come to Pennsylvania, jobs will come here, your kids and grandkids will want to stay. And then also we could even play a part and make the world a bit safer. And that's not pie in the sky. The first combat experience I had was Desert Storm, which was a war over oil. Had we been energy independent in 1990-91, I don't know that we would have necessarily gone to war. I mean, maybe that's debatable. But right now, the world is uh, in a crisis because of the conflict, the war in Ukraine and Russia. And uh, America could play a key role in providing energy to the Germans who are drunk right now on Russian oil and gas. They, they spend $2 billion a month on Russian oil and gas. Why aren't we selling Pennsylvania gas to them and to make the world a bit safer and stable? You know, when I'm just looking at social media and I know the Post Millennial was clipping the interview last night, I, I think the one piece that's actually doing very well this morning, do, doing numbers, as the kids say, is um, there was a, a response that you had on the question of school choice. And there is, you know, Jake Tapper and CNN and so many people have attacked you for saying that uh, you were attacking Shapiro for sending his kids to a day school and had to do with the school. And you responded uh, directly to that line of attack that they've had against you. And I was wondering if you could get into that for us here on the war room this morning and explain what was what were you actually trying to say and how did the media conflate that? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like today the last vestige of a scoundrel, of course, is blaming your, your opponent to, you know, be a racist or anti-whatever, and I'm not even going to the specifics of that. But so I, I pointed out the mere fact that Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania parents should have school choice. You, you should be able to decide where you want to send your kids and not be condemned to a bad zip code. And Philadelphia is endemic of this. You know, although it's the bluest of blue counties in our entire state, 
uh, 88% of the people agree with me on school choice because they want to be able to pick and choose schools that their kids might have a future and an opportunity in education from. Uh, and my point was Josh Shapiro is opposed to school choice except for himself. Uh, since he can afford it, he sends his, his kids to a very expensive school, about thirty to 40000 per student. That's a fact. has nothing to do with whether it's a religious school or private school. It has nothing to do with anything. But the, the left, of course, and CNN and, and those radicals over there want to distract us say, by m merely pointing out a statement of fact that Shapiro uh, does not believe in school choice, but except for himself. And that shows a hypocrisy, the, the elitism of the Democrat Party, I'm quoting from Tulsi Gabbard now, uh, that what like we saw with the Obamas, you know, that they, they were in the school union pockets as well, but they, they, why did they not send their kids to a public school in Washington, D.C.? It's the same with Josh Shapiro. So I believe um, that you should walk your talk. I mean, so Josh Shapiro should be supporting school choice since he obviously wants it for himself. He does not want to send his kids to his local public school in Montgomery County. Why is that, Josh? Is it just not good enough? I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I, I went to public school, and uh, but why can't parents decide or elsewhere in the state? Right. So it's 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 not even about him or his kids. I mean, they they can go where they go. The point is about the kids of Philadelphia who are doomed to a zip code that are locked in that don't have those opportunities and increasing those for others. Now, I, I actually have a clip that I want to play for you from Morning Joe and and get your response to because you mentioned about how the energy sector is being driven out of Pennsylvania, but there's something else that's being driven out of Philadelphia right now. And it's not just because of the regulations, it's also because of crime. Denver, if you can play that clip from Morning Joe for us. Philadelphia Police Department take a lot of guns off the street, but they can't take those who use the guns off because of uh, just an act of policy of, of not prosecuting those. They give them probation, or maybe time served, and they're right back out. Um, the other part of it, too, is, you know, once once a, a department kind of gets that sense of, of being a beleaguered, you know, the, the Philly police are about 500 under strength now. And so, you know, the last graduating class from the wow. academy was, was only 70 officers. This is this is the nation's fourth largest police force, the, the nation's sixth largest city. So these are serious issues. Now, again, I see a lot of dedicated cops in the street, but there is there is a perception and it is important because this matters uh, that they don't have the support of local officials and they don't have the tools to do their job. But again, at the same time, they are in favor of police reform. They just need to be able to get out in the street, you know, prosecute criminals when they're com committing these violent acts. It, look, look, Wawa has pulled two or is about to pull two stores out of out of Philadelphia. That's because of, of active policies of not prosecuting criminals, you know, who steal, you know, for, who commit retail th retail theft. Um, these are things that cops talk about all the time and they kind of shake their heads. They need to be able to do their jobs. I mean, look at this, Senator. We've got Wawa leaving the city of Philadelphia during this criminal epidemic. It, it, you know, we're, we're all rooting for the Phillies. We hope they do well. We hope they do better tonight than they did uh, the last time against the Padres there. But what does it mean after six years of Josh Shapiro's policies that Wawa is pulling out of Philadelphia? And for folks who don't know, Wawa is just just symbolic. This is the iconic brand for the Philadelphia area. They're pulling out of their home city due to crime and six years of Josh Shapiro. It's a political earthquake. I mean, it's an indictment of the failure of Josh Shapiro, the Democrat nominee for governor, 
that he has failed the people of the state and the people of Philadelphia in, in such an incredible way that the businesses, you know, this this is a landmark, you know, in the southeast, Wawa, and that they have to shut down stores in a very busy area of Philadelphia because of lawlessness is an indictment on the failure and incompetence of, of Josh Shapiro. He's failed the people of the state. There is an anti-police culture here. Josh Shapiro is part of the defund the police movement. They want you to forget that now, but it, he, he won't. That'll be back on the forefront of his mind here next year. That we are short 500 police in, in Philadelphia is, is just part of the problem. That resulted from the policies of Shapiro and his, uh, le- you know, his leadership as the senior law enforcement official here to be soft on crime, to let, have a revolving door you know, at the prisons and you know, cashless bail and all this other garbage. Instead of prosecuting criminals in crime, he's letting them out. And, and, and about 70 percent, I'm told, uh, when they get out, they're, they're committing crimes. Once again, they're not even repentant or whatever because they see no responsibility and accountability. And so on day one under Mastriano, that all changes. We're, we're going to be a law and order state. I'll have the backs of our police uh, forces, uh, and I'll make sure that we're able to recruit and as well as equip our forces on the ground there to restore law and order. You know, the basic function of a government, there's many, many, many roles in place, but the basic essential function, of course, is, is to provide for security so people can live their lives and, and live you know, in a secure environment. And, and Josh Shapiro has failed us. Uh, because of that, he's unfit for office. Senator, uh, you, you mentioned on, the, on Real America's Voice yesterday, you were talking about this, uh, the gender experimentation that's going on by the Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania and some of these other groups in PA, the gender transitions, these books that they're being pushed out. I also wanted to ask you, you've mentioned before specifically about setting up a child trafficking task force and the organization, uh, An Open Secret, has put out some reporting on this that Pennsylvania has one of the, is, is one of the states that has the lightest sentences for uh, child uh, pedophilia, for child pornography. Is that something that you would be looking to when you say break the backs of these criminals? Is that something that you would be looking to increase as governor? Yeah, it it absolutely would. I'm disgusted at how soft on crime Pennsylvania is, especially on the abuse of kids and the abuse of women's and as far as sex trafficking. And so uh, we're we're gonna have a multi-pronged approach from a legal perspective. On day one, I will be forming a uh, a sex trafficking task force in the state. And that's what's the purpose of that? To focus like a laser on that and to find out where these women are being held and trapped and, and tortured and, and beaten and abused and to get in there and, and break up those rings and set these, these uh, mostly ladies free. And, you know, many are from foreign countries brought over here. My, you know, my wife helped uh, as a chaplain a young lady that was tra- trapped in a, a tragic situation. And it just breaks my heart. And I'm disgusted and ashamed of Josh Amen. Shapiro not caring by, about the suffering of these ladies. Amen. Senator, we're coming up last 30 seconds. Where can people go? I know you're a busy guy. You're traveling all around the state. Where can people go to get your coordinates? Where can they go to support? Where can they go to get that? Oh, man, and he's got the Phillies hat on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Dougforgum.com. There we go. There we go. Go Phils. What can I say? Go Phils. Sorry, San Diego, but I'm, I'm going with the Phils on this one. All right, we're coming back next, and we're, starting, we're, of course, following everything that's going on in the courtroom with Stephen K. Bannon as the war room continues. The show goes on. The show goes on. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time 
fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. We're going to follow up uh, the interview with uh, Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania with a broader look um, at the national uh, scene. Uh, the mission here really uh, is to take back both the House and Senate. We've got mm, less than 25 days now to game day. It's really important that the posse not only get out on game day, but I think what what you got to do is like adopt a candidate or two. We had Mo Bannon on a little earlier talking about uh, the Vega race in Virginia. That's a toss up race. It's a chance to take back one that Pelosi stole in 2018 to give her majority. The reason why this is so important um, is is really uh, twofold. One is Congress uh, in the hands of the Democrats are destroying, destroying our economy with bill after bill after bill of reckless spending that's like throwing gasoline on the inflationary fire. And equally important, uh, the House in particular, under Pelosi's so-called leadership, has weaponized the investigatory powers of Congress in an unconstitutional way. And uh, their main target is none other than Donald John Trump, who Nancy Pelosi has said she wants to put in prison. And she is trying to do everything possible, everything possible to uh, take down Donald Trump in a preemptive coup uh, before he even declares his candidacy um, for president, which I predict he will do at least by Christmas. Uh, let's bring in now uh, Boris Epstein, hopefully to have a discussion. Um, Boris, um, you've got some data. Let's start with um, the, the Senate. Um, I'm thinking 53, 47 Republicans, if all goes well. What say you, sir? Hey, Peter, good to be with you. Good to be with Jackie P, Jack for the Great, Jack for Sobiec. Peter Navarro, of course, is the honey, ba- honey badger, the one and only David K. Bannon continues standing up for America, continues standing up for the MAGA movement, continues standing up for President Trump, continues his fight, and continues to be a leader in our movement as we take back the House and the Senate in November and then March to 2024. As we hope and expect President Trump takes back the White House. So here's what we got. Nationwide, let's take a look at the Senate right now. This is real clear politics, not Trafalgar. It's not Rasmussen. 
They're projecting exactly, Peter, as you said, 53 to 47, 53 to 47 on the Senate seats. They're, they're having Republicans obviously keep Ohio and Pennsylvania. We'll talk about that, Pennsylvania specifically in a minute. You've got, uh, the <laughs> Rican and Bernie's Fetterman completely falling apart, but they also have Republicans taking Nevada, Republicans taking Arizona, Republicans taking Georgia. And I'm going to throw in there just this morning. Boris, quickly, are they saying that Blake Masters is going to beat Mark Kelly in Arizona? That would be, that would be great to have right now, sir. Yep. That's what they have right now. They've got Blake Masters beating Mark Kelly. And if you, if you watch that debate, if you watch the Blake Masters, Mark Kelly debate, Peter, you would have saw Blake Masters, somebody who stands with the American people, stands with the people of of the great state of Arizona. And you know, the Grand Canyon state is near and dear to my heart. It's a place I spent a lot of time I call my second home state. Uh, and Blake Masters stands with those people while Mark Kelly stands with China. He stands with global. He stands with woke radical. You know, Peter, I think as we've discussed time and time and time again, and Jack, you agree with this as well, I believe, you've got Blake Masters who represents, who stands for people of Arizona, and Mark Kelly who stands for Washington, D.C. But here's, so this is 53 to 47. This is when New Hampshire is still going and, be, you know, staying with the Democrats. Just this morning, just this morning, a few minutes ago, a brand new poll released, a major poll from Tony Fabrizio, who's a world-class pollster, Fabrizio Lee releasing a poll showing the New Hampshire Senate race between Don Bolduc, Don Bolduc, whose website's donbolduc.com, the guy's a total killer, Don Bolduc, and Maggie Hassan, sitting senator, is within two points. I didn't stutter. I didn't make a mistake. Don Bolduc and Maggie Hassan, sitting senator, is within two points. 49 to 47. That, that is the so, that is the hardest state in the union, I think, to poll because the people in the state of New Hampshire are rightly so um, the most independent voters and thinkers probably in the country. Oh, no doubt about it. But yeah, Peter, as you said, you're right. The, the New Hampshire voters are smart. New Hampshire voters don't just you know, automatically press a button. And they know that Maggie Hassan has failed them. Maggie Hassan is just a yes vote for the failed, disgusting policies of the Democrats, which are destroying our country. And Don Bolduc is an American hero. Don Bolduc is, so, is somebody who is going to fight for MAGA when he is uh, when he is in the Senate. So that's New Hampshire. Boris, let's I'm move. Not, uh, yeah. Hold on let's a second. Move. I'm also not move? writing. Hold on one second. I'm also not writing yep. Washington State off the wall. Tiffany Smiley against Patty Murray. That's another race to keep an eye on. So we've got a realistic shot to 55-45. As we look at the Senate map, fifty-five. Where's the Colorado race in this poll? Where's the Colorado? The Colorado race, race is nowhere poll. because President Trump has come in and he's correctly destroyed O'Day, called O'Day a yeah. rhino because this guy O'Day yeah. is trying to play footsie yeah. with with the rhinos. Oh, I'm not so much with President Trump. Hey, you want to you want to play stupid games? You get stupid prizes. Colorado, not a shot because O'Day is Good. a rhino. Doesn't stand with MAGA. All right, let's move to the House, because for me, Boris, the, the House, as important as the Senate might be, for me, the House is even more important for 2024, because uh, that the select committee, these impeachments, all the stuff that Pelosi You mean the done, unselect committee, want, Peter? Yes, they, they, they want to wound and take out Donald Trump, and we need the House. So tell me, um, what's your chart? You want to pull up a chart on the House, please? And, yeah, the, the uh, go through chart it and, and highlight... 
I like the toss up ones where where the war room can help get people over. This is over the, the top. this is a generic congressional right now. Uh, Denver, please put it up. Uh, we we said it over yesterday, and if you look at that delta, look at the spread right now. It's forty eight forty four generic on. On polling, what that usually translates to, it translates to 50, 60, and it could be 70 seats. As I said, I'm looking at a 70 seat pickup, a 70 seat pickup for. What's it? For what's the time frame on that? What's the time frame on that chart? Because that that last part of it, where where red <laughs> just takes off up uh, and, and pulls away from the Democrats, like that's incredible. That's an incredible break that's, towards that's the Republican week. Party. That's, that's amazing. I, that, that's days. like what you that is that is there. that is a hundred seats for a hundred years. That, Boris, give me give me your top ten or top five that you want the posse to make sure we bring home um, for the Republicans. See, but you see, happening last week is a complete annihilation in enthusiasm, where MAGA and the Republicans are coming in strong, and Democrats are destroyed. There was that little bit of pop of enthusiasm for Democrats after jobs in the summer, but now because of the weaponization of law enforcement, the illegal, unconstitutional, unwarranted raid on President Trump's home of Mar-a-Lago, the absolute annihilation of our southern border, the fact that we don't have law and order in this country, that criminality is absolutely, is totally runaway. The combination of those factors is what you see in this, in this red spiking up and blue going down. In terms of, in terms of the key races, You've got to be looking at Eli Crane in Arizona against the Howland. That's a that, that's a direct pickup right there. There's no no two ways about it. You've got to be yeah. looking at at uh, at Caroline Levitt in New Hampshire against against Pappas. Caroline came in strong during that primary, and now she's bringing all the heat necessary. You got Sue Kylie in New Jersey. You got Joe Kent and uh, Joe Kent in Washington. There's MAGA pickups all over the country. And you've got Kevin Kiley in California. If as we march the Rio Grande, obviously vital. As the MAGA posse looks at the map, there's the even seats like Rhode Island, where you have a you have a plus eight Democrat seat. That's a seat now that is in play, and the Democrats what? are pulling money out of, and Republicans are spending money in. What's the polling um, that you put up in that chart say in terms of the number of the net gain? In the House, how many seats were reflected in that polling? Does it? I'm say? saying uh, my, my net gain view right now, as we sit here, yeah. is 50 is the downside, and we're and a lot could change in two weeks. But we're looking at 50 in the downside, 70 above on the upside. I think we will be able to annihilate mm-hmm. the 90, 1994 wave and the 2010 wave. Yeah, my dark horse, Boris. Uh, well, I'd love to see Peter Hernandez. Uh, win in that newly formed Latino district in California. Help that guy, Peter Hernandez. He's running against a, a really bad dudette, uh, who's part of that unselect committee. Uh, she's been there way too yep. long, arrogant. Yeah. So, thoughts on that race? It's an absolute uh, possibility for Peter Hernandez, who is very authentic to that district, Latino, smart, hardworking, tough. Peter Hernandez is taking on Zoe Lofton, who's a complete and total and utter disaster as a woke radical and pushing, as you said, the witch hunt of the unselect committee. So everybody's got to come out for Peter, support Peter, Peter Hernandez. Take a look at him. Peter Hernandez, California 18. I think, Peter, you're going to have him on the show at some point today. Have him give it, have him give his presentation. Talk about just how much we need to support him in beating that corrupt, 
radical Zoilovka, and that race is absolutely yeah. in play. We are not writing off anything, and specifically not writing off Peter Hernandez being able to beat and crush Zoilovka in that new California 18 district. All right, Boris, take us uh, out with your social media co- coordinates. Uh, hot on the gram, oh, of course. <laughs> I could probably do <laughs> I mean, so. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm hot <laughs> on the gram, baby. Yeah. We're standing, right. we're standing, but remember, we're standing remember, hot. Getter's the Twitter killer, okay, brother? So what, what do you got? Well, you got yeah, 30 yeah, seconds. Hey, hey you, keep, you, keep, you keep your one-liners. I'll keep mine, my man. We're standing yeah, with the Honey go. Badger today, Stephen K. Banner. I'm hot on the website, BorisCP.com. Go to the website right now, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at Boris CP, hot on Truth Social at Boris, hot on the Grand Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless all offense and Shabbat Shalom. All right, we'll be right back in the war room. Peter Navarro and for Stephen K. Bannon. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Peter K. Navarro in 
for Stephen Kane Bannon. You are in the war room. Uh, <clears throat> we uh, we love to go around this country and tap into what's going on in different states of the union. Uh, what I want to do now is go to the state of Connecticut, which <laughs> look it's a it's historically a a pure blue state populated um, by a lot of uh, suburban commuters um, into Wall Street who um, embrace and salute the globalist flag, uh, give a lot of money to Democrats. And when you think about Connecticut, you don't exactly think about um, MAGA red. Um, but I want to bring in a guy, uh, um, Todd, if you can, just, just tell a little, tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do. And then let's talk a little bit about um, uh, the possible change in Connecticut politics. Sir, Todd. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me on. I'm an Air Force Academy grad. I flew special operations helicopters back in the day, but now I run CDM.press, which is a global media company. We have a paper in Connecticut, the Connecticut Sentinels with a C. And look, we've been talking to people on our ground, our team there. And yes, a lot of people have given up on Connecticut, but Connecticut is on fire and is on in play. I can tell you right now, the, the, the left just gave uh, the Connecticut Republican candidates a huge uh, giveaway with this CDC announcement. The parents are up in arms. Governor Lamont was challenged by his GOP challenger in the coming election, Bob Stefanowski. Stefanowski said he would not enforce a vaccine mandate on children. Lamont wavered and said he would just trust the experts. And I'm telling you right now, after we have talked to a lot of parents, there are literally hundreds of thousands of Connecticut families that could pull their children from school if they va- mandate the vaccines, Denang Dick let me, uh, just let me, uh, and Lamont. Let me just, just make, yeah, Todd. Todd, let me just just yeah. for, for the audience here because this vaccine thing. First of all, it's not a vaccine. Um, it's unfortunate that we keep referring to it as as Doc Malone on the show has frequently explained. It's an experimental technology that gets injected in your body, and I go back. When I was in the administration under President Trump back in the very dark days of February uh, 2020, when communist China first gave us this virus, we were we were in the fog of war trying to figure out what exactly we could do. And one of the options besides therapeutics, of course, was a possible, quote, vaccine, unquote. And the tragedy here, and it's a tragedy yet to be told, which I think President Trump even has to be better informed about is that from day one, day one, that healthcare bureaucracy, CDC, FDA, Tony Fauci's NIH consistently lied to us with the help of the two leading vaccine quote developers, Pfizer and Moderna. Uh, they hid data from us. And what we know now is that these quasi vaccines uh, can destroy uh, the, the reproductive health of women. Uh, they can destroy the hearts through myocarditis of young men. And it is insane. It is insane to be injecting young children by force anywhere in this friggin' country under CDC policy. And and to, to, to I, I I kick it back to you, Todd. But the outrage. I'm hoping people understand that people in Connecticut have, on average, higher incomes and higher education levels. 
The parents in Connecticut should get this. What say you, sir? Yeah, unfortunately, this area has been in the past very uh, believing in the propaganda. That's starting to change in a massive way. Uh, abortion, which the Democrats are trying to push here, is not working. George Logan in CT5, we have uh, predicted he will win the race, which is a pickup, which used to be a Republican district 20 years ago. He's going against Johanna Hayes, who's corrupt, and her corruption has been all over the papers. Mike France could win in CT2. Uh, and the big one, uh, Danang Dick just pulled from the Leor Levy, Cuban-born anti-communist who's running for the Senate. Uh, she is surging. Uh, she is neck and neck with Bloom, uh, Blumenthal right now and literally could pick up a Senate seat unexpected here in Connecticut. So Connecticut is on fire. You've also got Alan Fung in Rhode Island up eight points in his district. There's going to be a lot of change in New England, and I, I think people are starting to wake up. Well, Todd, th- 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 to me, this is the biggest news. I mean, Steve Bannon rightly focuses on places like the Rio Grande Valley and the seismic shift in the Hispanic vote moving towards the Republican Party, and for good reason. It's the traditional, often Catholic values of Latinos, um, plus the, the work ethic that attract them to the values of the MAGA movement. Uh, but it's also true that the soccer moms, the the higher educated elites who have hitherto drunk the Kool-Aid of the Democrats, particularly on the pandemic, (laughs) they don't. Look, if you're a parent, if you're a parent and they're telling you you've got to force your young kids to take a vaccine that could destroy their heart and ovaries, what? It's insane. It's insane. And, And if that's a salient issue, I mean, talk about, you know, compare that with Roe v. Wade, right? Think about that for a minute. It's like like you got young children that could have their ovaries and hearts destroyed by force by a vaccine. Is is that what's primarily moving this seismic shift or is it the economy, Todd? It's both because, you know, people don't feel the bad economy as much here. It's a very wealthy area. However, um, they are starting to feel the effects from their children who live outside of Connecticut, et cetera, or in the cities or in the rural areas of Connecticut. As you mentioned, the cities are 40% Hispanic, Peter. Uh, That's not a well-known fact in Connecticut, and that has been moving to the GOP. A a majority of those are now voting Republican, which is something uh, the Democrats just didn't think of. But yes, the vaccine is horrific. The cities, Todd, let me me parse that for a minute. The cities... Major cities in Connecticut, Bristol, where else? Where, where are we talking? Bridgeport, you know, Bridgeport, um, you know, some of the, the, the maybe not the capital, per- but the, the other cities along the coast. Yeah. 40% Hispanic. And, and, yes. and are these Cuban immigrants, Puerto Rico, um, from Mexico? Oh, where, what's the, it's a, What's the It's a variety, Peter. I mean, we've got Colombians. We've yes, we've got uh, you know recent immigrants, and a lot of these are they they want immigration done right. Uh, they 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 want to stand up for American values. They came here legally, and they they want 
people to come here legally as well. And, and they're upset about the southern border. And it, it's a huge issue. Plus, they're very religious in, 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 the, in, the, in, in Connecticut, especially, which is the belly of the beast for this leftist movement. Uh, the, the Hispanics are not happy with the destruction of Christianity that they're seeing around the world and, and specifically in the United States. How, how many congressional districts in Connecticut? Do you know offhand? I don't know offhand. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I, I'm not but a Connecticut got, resident. Can't get back to you on that. You've got at least three I'll circle back. seats that are Democrat now that are in play. Yes. Is that correct? And, right, do me a favor. For the posse, could you go over, uh, name the, the district and the Republican candidate in each once more? Because, look, the canon of Stephen K. Bannon is action, action, action. And wherever you live in this great country, you may not live in a place where the congressional race is competitive. Yeah, you want to get out and vote on game day. Got to do that. But it's also true that in order to take back the House in particular, we're going to have to win a bunch of races around this country. And to the extent that you can can adopt a candidate, do that. So so let's get let's put out um, the, the names of those three races you mentioned and um, again, sure. give them a quick press say. George Logan in CT5 has run against uh, corrupt Johanna Hayes. Uh, we think he's going to win that race, but obviously he has to get above the fraud. Uh, Mike France in CT2 could beat Joe Courtney. And Leora Levy could beat Richard Blumenthal for the U.S. Senate. Um, these races are all neck and neck. We think Logan is ahead more than the others. But Levy, for instance, has closed a double-digit gap. And, and even the governor's race now with this vaccine possible mandate and Lamont waffling on heel you and your kids with a deadly serum is, is really going to open up that governorship race as well. And, and let me say one more thing, Peter. We have an event. Sure. Uh, our, our, our veteran journalist, Christine Dolan, is holding an event in Westport, Connecticut on the 1st of November in the library. Peter McCullough is going to be there. Uh, Mary Holland from Children's Health Defense. Um, Kevin Jenkins from Urban Health Alliance, uh, Alina Fishbane from No Left Turn. It's going to be a real opening for, you know, of information for Connecticut people who really want to understand. It's called the protection of children. So if you're in the area, please go to our link, cdm.press, and check it out and, 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 and come to the event. Well, here's what I can guarantee, sir. Um, if mm-hmm. we're able to take back both the House and the Senate on game day on November 9th. By January, when the new Congress takes a seat, you will see hearings that will lay bare this entire scam being run by Pfizer and Moderna and the CDC and Fauci on this vaccine. They have hid. They, like we, the War Room has had Naomi Wolf. Doc Malone, others on this show who have repeatedly demonstrated that the CDC is lying by omission. Pfizer is hiding data from us, and it's really important uh, that we get that. So so salute to you. One last thing. It's like, how do you make money on a newspaper these days? Uh, It's all all digital. It's over. (laughs) It's all it's digital. all digital, but we we have papers up and down the coast, and we're opening them around the country. We're in Miami, Manhattan, Georgia, 
Connecticut. We just opened our Armed Forces Press site. Uh, we're, there's so much opportunity in the media space. Peter is a Wall Street guy. Yeah. I'm sure you can get. I mean, I traded and, on the and street you for literally, years. Uh, you literally don't uh, do print editions of anything. It's all, all. Uh, I mean, that may come eventually, online. but you know, it's a very yeah. expensive proposition and hard to make money. But yeah. that may come. Yeah. Hey, uh, I love coming to the war room because because I get to read Steve's papers. He's very, uh, very protective of these things, and I'm going to make. I leave little notes on him <laughs> for him <laughs> just to piss him <laughs> off. Um, but yeah, um, it is a digital world. Well, sir, I salute you. Um, for being uh, a beacon of information in a world of uh, left-wing misinformation. And um, we're going to watch Connecticut very carefully. But more important, Posse, you've been given some names to look, go to the web, adopt a candidate. And, um, boy, would I love to take Blumenthal out as senator as well. That would be it's uh, possible. That would be a great thing. It is possible. All right, Todd, uh, thanks so much for being on the war room. Um, Thank you, Peter. All right. Well, um, all right. So Peter K. Navarro here in the war room. We will uh, provide you with any updates, obviously, um, with Stephen K. Bannon's situation. Our prayers are indeed with him. Uh, We are in Stephen K. Bannon's war room. It's all started, everything's begun, and you all over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no war. Let's take down the CCP. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Peter K. Navarro in for Stephen K. Bannon. Getter. Getter is the Twitter killer. It's better technology. It won't cancel you. Urge everybody in the posse.
to get with Getter and get it done. Uh, we're going to go right now to Jack Pasoba to get an update uh, from the courtroom uh, where Stephen K. Bannon um, is sitting before judge. Jack, what's uh, where are we at now? Well, Peter, you know, as, as Steve says, there's no whining in the war room. There's no crying in the war room. The work goes on. But what we're hearing from the courtroom is this. The court just took a recess. Both sides rested for their arguments. The, the judge has returned just about four minutes ago. Um, he the sentence will be imminent. Uh, he's saying that um, Mr. Bannon was a private citizen, in the executive branch. It's been several years uh, before since he was employed. He's essentially saying that he doesn't believe that the executive privilege argument that Steve and his lawyers were making holds water. Uh, Steve, the only sentence that Steve spoke this morning so far was the judge said, Mr. Bannon, would you would you like an opportunity to speak? And, and, and Steve responded, my lawyers have spoken for me. Your honor. So we are looking at a sentence here dropping very, very shortly, probably within the next couple of minutes. Uh, Jack, uh, at the, the nanosecond that it breaks, we will bring you right back in uh, for exactly the update. Now we're going to go uh, to Melanie uh, with with a very interesting situation. Um, tell us. Uh, first of all, um, uh, well, we're going to run some B-roll that shows a situation where. Uh, from the Washington Post, where uh, a man drove up to uh, a drop box in uh, Arizona, where apparently these things are legal, and um, hijinks ensued. Uh, Melanie, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what uh, what uh, you want to say about this. Okay, so if everyone's been following this with us this week, and I know I've been out here three other times this week, so uh, and if you've been watching True Social. We have been blasted for, look at this guy. We're going to have to play this again because I'm going to have to narrate what's going on here. But uh, there's, you know, talk of voter intimidation at a box. This person, we didn't know which person it was, um, but evidently this is the man who has gone to the DOJ in Arizona and has claimed, look at him backing out. We're just, we're going to take some notes here in a sec. Um, he, this is the, the and, people. And Denver, have, play it one more time on a loop here so Melanie but, can, can keep going. Yeah, voter and this so this is the one and so i'm so glad that there's a camera there that we didn't know about so watch this guy he goes around the car and watch also where the washington post clips and takes out footage right here when he's at the box putting something in they're going to clip the video at a very convenient time because that's when we believe we saw him stuffing the bat now watch what he does he's talking off camera he grabs his crotch and is saying something to the people off camera he's yelling at them something else there goes over to his car, they clipped it again, and he blows a kiss to the people watching. So this is the guy. I think what's happened is we caught a picture of him and we blew it up, we blasted it viral this last week. And I think, and he's backing out so we can't see his tag. Um, He's backing out. So we're pretty sure what's happened is he's upset that his picture went out there. And so he's saying that uh, mules intimidated him. I'm sorry, that we intimidated him and called him a mule. But literally I've spoken with all my people. No one said a word to this guy. He was the one harassing the people watching. And so, and you can see right there, he's decided to show this to all America. I mean, he's got cameras on him. He knows it. And I don't know so, where this So here's, came. yeah, here's what's interesting. First of all, like who took the video? Do we know? Is it credited exactly. by the Washington Post? That's- Think WAPO got that we don't know where. We're like, hey, we'd like to we'd like to FOIA this video because that's not from a, a person. That's up in a building someplace. So uh, and, we need- and, what's fascinating. Well, what's fascinating to me is is these cuts 
that you mentioned, because it would be very unusual um, to have a video where you turn the thing on, turn the thing off, turn the thing on. Um, do do you guys have any video of that as well? The video that we had, my, my wonderful people who were sitting there on the sidelines, um, had never really grabbed video before. So it was kind of wobbly. They were looking at the guy, not through the camera. And so as they were videoing, it kind of hit statement and stuff. So we have it a little bit, but not that clear. I'm really excited that is the allegation here that, that he, he put in something other than a single envelope. From what it looked like to the people on the ground, he had yeah. ballots burnt and uh, walked Ball- around. Ball- he had ballots what? More extra ballots stuck up in his shirt. Okay. And so, oh, when in his the- shirt. Yeah, in like his tucked shirt. Up, it looked like he was oh, pulling fascinating. them out. Fascinating. Yeah, that's when they clipped the yeah. video. So that'd be interesting to see that little piece that they clipped out. And what's the law on this? Are you allowed to? Um, uh, drop more than one ballot into the box? You are not in Arizona. I believe it's you only... You are not in Arizona. I believe it's only one so, or, you're, or you and your so spouse. This would, but... be, this would be kind of an interesting... Okay, let's throw the gauntlet down to WAPO. WAPO, <laughs> we want to see the whole video, nothing but the whole video. Uh, and and we need you, um, darkness... Uh, what is it? Truth dies in darkness? Is that is that the <laughs> WAPO line? Um, let's put a little sunshine on this, Melody. I, I, this is one to keep uh, keep putting out there because if you, what have we got? We got we got a, a clipped video where where and a guy backing out so you can't see his license plate. Your claim is that uh, nothing was said to him and he was grabbing his crotch and and um, acting in an abusive way. That, that's basically the story. Well, and you want to know what he actually said from the people on the ground? He said, "Yeah, Y'all look please." He said, y'all looking for mules? Well, I got an elephant for you. So then he's doing these gestures. Did yeah. you get any so, recording of that? Hey, no, Did we you don't get have any video. recording. No. We're seventy five A by law. So no, we couldn't get the video, right. but that's what that he was saying. All right, is, well, know, um I, let's uh let's get <laughs> Washington Post. Come on now. Washington Post release the whole video to Melanie and the American people. And um, let's get to the bottom of this. This is actually kind of interesting because mm, there's a not so fine line between voter intimidation and voter fraud. Melanie, uh, keep doing the Lord's work out there in Arizona. We are going to have a clean election, hopefully out there. But if not, we got to just just go out on game day, drive up turnout. Uh, only legal votes are going to count. And um Peter K. Navarro here in the war room for Stephen K. Bannon. Our prayers are with him. We will have an update for you very quickly. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. 
go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 